Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 289. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And we have Tony Katz. Yes, hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast right after this. Got some good stuff to get into. Uh, you guys want to kick it off with some baseball? Yeah, we're going to continue with our, our home run watch uh, with a couple of players here. So uh, Pujols hit 698 this week, uh, so two away from 700. Uh, he's going to be playing the Dodgers next weekend, and uh, Max Muncy said, like, hey, I never want someone to hit a home run against me, except maybe I'd be fine with that. So uh, that, that would be a lot of fun. I, I mean, it's got to get to a certain point, right, where – if he's got six, I mean, even still at 698, but especially if he's got 699, I mean, isn't it going to be a certain point where, especially if the Dodgers are up by a few runs, like somebody's going to basically just throw him a batting practice pitch? Yeah, that, that was the uh, the idea. And still put in the position player who comes in and just throws. Yeah, but I think he doesn't want to hit. I think if he hits 700 off of, you know, fucking Chris Taylor or something, that just yeah. doesn't seem right, though. It, it, you can get away with, like, Tony Gosselin, you know, leaving a 96 over the plate or something. Maybe not him because of his ERA, but maybe somebody yeah. else. I mean, he hasn't pitched since he got hurt. Okay, so. then Kimbrell. Kimbrell can throw a nice <laughs> yeah. 94 down the dick. I think he's doing that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that'll be exciting to see him hit 700 if he gets there. I mean, you got, I think, it was 16 more games. or So, about two more weeks left. Have they been playing him every game? I haven't been paying attention. Uh, I doubt it because I think he's they actually are in the playing. race, right? Yeah, he's mostly playing against um, – left-handed pitching, but he's still getting at bats. Even even when you're you're not in there, you get to let's say he freezes at six ninety eight or six ninety nine. I mean he must come back next year for at least I, he, I don't think he can retire at six at this number. I think no, he's too close. I, I think it I think it's what it is. I don't think so. But I think he's gonna get it. Yeah. Um and then we have uh Aaron Judge going for for sixty two. Uh he's at fifty nine now and uh projected to hit sixty five so um he should get there. He's only needs three more to break the uh, the American League record or the non cheating record, I think. So um, as we know so far, <laughs> yeah. So that'll be that'll be exciting. Um, the Yankees are still trying to win games. They're you know up there, but they're second place in the yeah, American they're, they're League. They're definitely but. able to be caught. I mean, it's definitely probable. Yeah. So with uh, two weeks left, I wanted to do a quick review of the standings here. Uh, who's who's still alive? Who's who's going to make it? So. Uh, in the American League, only the Astros have clinched uh, 97-51, so they're uh, pretty damn good again. They're they're going to win their division. Uh, the Yankees are five and a half up, uh, probably going to still win the American League East, but it's not over yet. Uh, and then Cleveland's four games up on the White Sox, which, you know, with 16 games left, they're, they're the a heavy favorite, but the White Sox can get it done. They had uh, all these issues with the Tony La Russa missing time and coming back, and are they actually better off without having an 82-year-old manager, whatever he is? Uh, and then the wild card, it looks like um, Toronto, Tampa, and Seattle are going to be the wild cards. The White Sox are still alive in there, whoever's going to get second place in the Central. How does the wild card format work again now? Uh, it's two buys, I believe. So it's the third-place team plays the seventh-place team, and the fifth-place team plays the sixth-place team. And then first and second have buys? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So it does matter who gets uh, first, first and second. So there's some teams battling there. But last year was the first year they did that, right? This is the first year. Oh, last okay. year they went to six, Jeez. right? And now they're doing seven. 
And that's, I forget, seven in the NFL as well now, right? With the first team getting the bye? It's two versus, right? Or wait, it was not, it was still five last year. Yeah. Yeah. I think NFL does seven. Yeah. Yes, it's six. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. It's six. Um, okay. <laughs> it's hard to keep track because each sport has different divisions. And... and each sport just keeps adding more people. Like the WNBA, yeah. it's pretty much every team makes it. I think it's literally eight out of 12. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, but yeah, anyways, it's yeah three wild cards and three division winners. So six teams. So that must be. What would be your prediction? What do you, How many do you think Judge hits? I think we'll get there. I don't, I, I don't think we'll get to 65. I think we'll get at least to 62. Um, I don't know what it matters. Like, I think would would 67 mean anything? Because I think Bonds hit more than that twice, and McGuire yeah. got to 70 at one time. Um, I think. And what do they so, have? 16 so, games left. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna. I would say I think it'll be between 63 and 66. But I think he will break the 61. Hasn't done it yet tonight, though. He's, he's oh, and I see off. they bat him leadoff now, huh? So they're giving him the at-bats. I like yeah. that. That's fun strategies at the end of the baseball season. Let's move over here to the National League standings. So the Mets are still leading their division, uh, but just barely, just barely over the Braves. Uh, the Cardinals have really pulled away from the Brewers. Brewers have been bad the last couple of months. Uh, and then the Dodgers have already clinched 22-game lead over the Padres. <laughs> Uh, kind of congratulations, crazy. Andy. Um, the Dodgers are—they're not on pace to have the best record of all time, but they're on pace to have their best record of Which all time. Which is what one sixteen? One sixteen. One sixteen is still possible, though. So I think they have—they have fifteen games left, so they can get to one eighteen if they won every single game. Probably not going to happen. Uh, and then the, in the wild card race, the Braves are ahead of everyone else, but uh, the Phillies and the Padres are the next two teams in the wild card race. So Brewers still alive, I believe. Let's see. Brewers are two and a half behind the Phillies. So. They can still do it, but the Brewers haven't been doing that well. So, and in that situation too, you'd have the Padres. You know, you're throwing out who do they? Who's their main starter? Musgrove. Still? Musgrove. So the Padres would play the Phillies. I think it would be. I'm trying to do what? What is it? Uh, three versus six, and four oh, so, versus okay, five. Okay, so the, so the worst, the play. worst division winner plays. So the Cardinals would play the worst wildcard team. Okay, so it would be the Cardinals versus Phillies. Yeah. And then Braves, Padres, two wildcard okay. teams. And how many – what are these series? Three game, okay. I think, Jeez, for the first one. really did add playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, yeah, well, that's it. That's what we have for baseball here. So. All righty. Well, how about we move things over to uh, college football, and I'll have you know, guys, I went to a college football game over the weekend. Look at me. Well, Wow. Wow. Which game did you attend? The UCLA game. Oh, you're one of the only only people in the entire world to do it. Exactly. I had so many flashbacks or visions of the water boy. Yeah. (laughs) How's their team looking? I haven't even been. Uh, When they're in the bottom here, we got it. We got We'll get to them. It it ended up being a good game, but I was thinking about it. I don't think I'd been to a college football game since uh, I went to a. Chapman um, University game? <laughs> no, I've never been to one of those either. I went to a game in uh, Missoula, Montana in 2007. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I randomly was at a Delaware versus Delaware State game when yeah, I was like, like hanging out with Biden or something. <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> I remember. When were you like, in Delaware? My, uh, my aunt lived there forever. Ah. Like my whole life, she lived you there. You see Joe Flacco? Uh, no, it was a little bit before that, but I just remember being very cold and miserable. So that's that. Yeah. Well, uh, not a whole lot happened. A lot of the, the top teams kind of just took care of business, but 
Washington had a big win over Michigan State. So Michigan State, I think, was 11th going into the game. Uh, but that was uh, in Seattle, and uh, Washington won pretty handily. It's a nice little win for them. Uh, and then Oregon beat BYU. So BYU, I think, was 12th. So 11 and 12 go down, uh, both to Pac-12 opponents. So that's that's good. The Pac-12 keeps struggling, but, you know, I'm, I'm still rooting for them. Uh, then another big game was uh, Miami lost to Texas A&M. So uh, Miami was looking good. Everyone's excited about their program. It's, it's on the way back, but then they, uh, they ended up losing here. So who knows? Uh, USC took care of business. They're still seventh, so pretty high up there, but probably in that second tier of teams. And then, yeah, UCLA, just to cover the local team. They're, they're 3-0 now, but uh, they barely beat South Alabama. Uh, so this, these are games. Hey, that it was a good game, Andy. For like free wins. Yeah, UCLA had to come back. I believe it was a field goal at the end there. Sure to, was. To take a one-point lead. Uh, very disappointing, and a lot of UCLA fans are wanting to fire the coach after three weeks. 3-0, but it's not good enough. So Who is their coach now? Chip Kelly. Chip so, Kelly. That's big right. name. Can't recruit for shit. Their defense is horrendous. They can't bring in. They good have players, one of the. So. I was looking at. A, actually, it was a fantasy football book. I was looking at. And don't they have like a, a top ten running back though, or top fifteen running back? You say yeah, yeah. Uh, Charbon Charbonnet. Or he's he's pretty good. Um, they didn't even play him the week before against. Oh. They played. They played Alabama State, and then they played South Alabama. Jeez, so what's like, up with all these Alabama teams? Uh, there, it was something that had to do with uh, some teams dropped out. I believe they're supposed to play. Who was it? It was someone big, like Michigan or something. Yeah, I think it was Michigan. That Michigan, right. Michigan dropped out, saying, uh-huh. "Ah, we're gonna do this." So you say you had to pick up. Usually, you pay these small programs money to then have them come to you, and you just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, and they it, make gives money them an, it. it gives yeah. them an, uh, you know, some experience. Yeah. And they're also they're they're both uh, the historically bl- black colleges, so it's like giving them. I thought that was like Howard. It is Howard, but it also these ones counted too. So. And that college from uh, that uh, Alcorn State, Nicole Kidman movie or something. Or she's from Australia. I don't know. Well, who's the the movie of Freedom Riders or something? Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see it, but yeah, there's there's a number of them where it's like they had a majority black students, and you know because I don't know, sixty years ago, black students couldn't go to LSU or whatever. They had to go to colleges that would allow them. I don't think they could go to Alabama either. Yeah, so they had to create Alabama, the South State. Alabama. That yeah. makes sense then, actually. Yeah, interesting. All right, then. Who knew you were going to get a little history here, too? Yeah. We used to they went and played them. Okay. And they let them be close, I guess. Maybe um, they just felt bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't think <laughs> Sometimes, so. though, these teams don't get like as hyped up for these games. Then these teams come in, they're excited, they want to prove themselves. Yeah, so I think South Alabama is actually probably decent. They play in that Sunbelt Conference that you know, yeah, will sure always up, upset people. I'm sure they have some oh. fair share of good games. But, you know, coming out west uh, should be yeah. better than that. But... Yeah, it was also an 11 a.m. game, which is like really weird. I was I went to go check. I was like, when are they playing today? And the game was already over. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> it was very bizarre. I think because it gets too hot. So they're scheduling these games early or something. Yeah, it was cloudy and cold when we first got there. And it was wonderful. And then that piece of shit sun's like, fuck off, guys. I'm here. And uh, ruined uh, the afternoon. Well, that, that piece well, of shit yeah. sun's making a comeback this in the next few days again, too. It's yeah. supposed to be back in the it's high 90s. Asshole. I want to be on the record. I'm pro sun. I yeah. believe it helps us be alive. It's, it's uh, burning a lot of Andy. plants, though, that I've been dealing with. It's yeah. burning a lot of them. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't want to live in a world without a sun because you yeah. can't. It was bizarre because you, you're done at like two. It somehow took an hour because freeways don't exist in Los Angeles, shitbox county. Uh, to get home and it's just like well i guess it's time for bed i don't know 
You know how long it would have taken you to get out of there if it was a real game and it was a sold out stadium? Oh, but we'd probably hours. still be there. Yeah. It's, it's you could have done what we did one time when we went to the, I think it was the USC game where some guy just stopped traffic for us to like, be like, I got a parking spot for you. And it was like those guys that are just out there and they basically have you park at like their house pretty much oh, or like right, in the yeah. back. And then you, they're like, it's just a, it's going to be 50 bucks, then a $50 deposit. You get this back when you come back. And it's like, <laughs> my buddy did it. My buddy looked at us. He's like, I know I'm not getting that back. And sure enough, it's like, yeah, they're long gone by the time you come back. What's the deposit for in case you. I don't know. I mean, they, you leave your car there forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the deposit's like, so they don't steal everything. <laughs> they should give you a deposit. Yeah. I don't know what was going on, but it was, you know how LA works. It's like a lot of those, the LA. LA is a trash shoot. LA people that live out there. I don't, I don't want to say what I'm thinking of, but I think it's, you know, it's the type of people that live out in LA. Whenever I spend too much time in LA, I always come back to the same analogy of, Remember when you were a kid and you're building your Legos and you have a shit ton of Legos, but you only have like one of the little town boards. So you just build up and keep going. And then it just looks like shit. And finally it's like, I'm going to knock this all down and restart. That's yeah. where we're at. That's well, yeah. You think LA is built up <laughs> in a shit way? Yes. It's not in the sky up. I just mean it's, it expands and expands and expands and LA's now it's like dense. a heaping pile of shit. Yeah. Okay. And there's shit everywhere. I mean, if you don't think about it, because there there is shit everywhere, everywhere you go. Yeah, but you don't see it. Usually, and there's animals, there's birds, tigers. Oh, I see the bird shit all over where I live. (laughs) Yeah, you got those ocean birds. Yeah. All right. We still talking college football? No, no. Want to shit on LA some more? (laughs) Or should we talk about NFL? Yeah, we should talk about the NFL. Um. We can shit on LA there also. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. um, my team played the Thursday night game and uh, just excruciating. Like, I was so looking forward to the season because I think they're really good and I think they still are really good, but like, you just know everything's going to be bad and make you feel bad. They can't just lose a game normally. It can't be like, you know, the Chiefs were just good and they put up 31 and, you know, it was a good back and forth game. And so they have to be up 17 to 7 and then, like, I'm standing there and it's like, I can't sit down. I, I didn't sit down the entire time watching it. And it's just like, I know bad shit's going to happen because it always does. And um, of course, Kansas City came back to tie it. Uh, but then it looked like the Chargers were going to go in for the, for the you know, go ahead score uh, the 99-yard pick six, which is like one of the biggest turnaround plays you can have and in that, a game. That guy's story too was like two years ago, he was working at like a Wendy's or something. Yeah. I saw. <laughs> just like, of course the bad thing has to happen. It has to be in the worst way. It has to be. The tight end get got tired and he didn't even make a play on the ball and it's just like horrible. And then to uh, make it even worse, Justin Herbert gets hit on the next oh, yeah. series and his ribs you, are. You could tell he was. I knew he got banged up, but you could really tell he was hurting because I'm. I don't know if you remember it, but on that third and one play, he could have ran for the first down, but he like couldn't, and so he tossed the ball away. And then it was fourth and one, and he threw for his situation, a hell of a pass into a tight window that was caught that led to them actually scoring a touchdown, which actually led to being making a lot of money for a lot of people because it was a backdoor cover they had with that last second touchdown, which was helped due to that fourth and one dart with broken ribs or two out of place ribs, whatever it was. I mean, yeah, it's all great. But I mean, the story of the game was they were winning 17 to seven and then they were losing 27 to 17. So 20 straight points from Kansas City uh, in the second half that they just... You know they do this. They stop. They stop being aggressive. They ha- happen week one. 
they were up 24 to 10 and then they never scored again. And so both weeks, they just kind of have not had an offensive performance to end the game. And it just makes me nervous. They're, they're better than this. Um, they're all, their defense was clearly really good and they're, they're capable well, I think of the, shutting people down. The positives to take away though, it's like, <clears throat> it was, it's only the second week of the season. It was the short week, which obviously is tough. And it's a short week this early in the season mixed with having to go to Kansas city. So, I mean, that's just a, that's a shitty situation to begin with. So, you know, at least they actually were, it was a competitive game. Yeah. It sucks that they blew it out like yeah, that. Yeah, but they, they won last year in Kansas city and still yeah. didn't make the play. But I'm saying more so just the situation though, the short yeah. week, early season, short week is even worse. Chargers will be fine. Chargers also, are a the, good team. The, I mean, and they're missing their top corner still, right? No, he was, he played Jackson played. Mm-hmm. Oh, Keenan Allen was out, but I don't know. that's right. I forgot. Yeah. See, I knew they were missing somebody. Um, fine. The, no, the, the, the thing that gets to me is it just feels like the Chargers are just a second-class team and Kansas City's a first-class team, and they get – like the things just work out. Like a penalty that shouldn't have been a penalty that wipes out an interception, and then the Chargers cornerback drops two interceptions while the Kansas City guy catches his. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this shit always happens, it seems, and they're just the Chargers are a bad franchise that's never won, so they'll never win. That's just what it seems like to me. It's You know, it's irrational, but that's the way I feel. And just makes it tough. I just want to enjoy it. Now they're playing Jacksonville this weekend, and I'm like, they're going to lose to Jacksonville because I'm. They shouldn't because Jacksonville is still below average. But I don't know. It scares me. Uh, but yeah, the Rams also played um, after a terrible week one. They're playing a bad team, so they're hoping to you know get better here. And uh, they were winning. They were beating Atlanta twenty eight to three, which is Atlanta's favorite score to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and Atlanta almost pulled off the reversal on them, almost came all the way back. Mariota played pretty well, put up some points. Uh, but at the end, threw an interception in the end zone, and the Rams held on. But uh, the Rams have some problems, too, that they uh, don't have nearly the, the same type of offense. Their run offense is, is horrendous, and they can't really close out games like this. So uh, similar to uh, last year's uh, game against Tampa Bay, where they had that big lead and almost blew it. So I think the Rams have problems, and... Uh, shutting teams down when they're up big because they can't really run the ball. So they probably need to figure something else out there. Um, and then, yeah, our third local team, as I call them, uh, the Raiders. You know, I'm, I'm sad about the Chargers game, but I, Raiders fans have to be oh. pretty upset well, I, about I, I watched it with one of my uh, close friends who's a big Raider fan, and he's probably like the biggest Raider fan friend that I have. He uh, had his jersey on and everything. He was He's always like screaming at like fans when he sees them, like always chanting, Raiders. Like just one of those guys, and it's like one of those things where, like, you know, in my head, I'm like, I'm watching the game, I'm watching Kyler Murray, and it's like, I was cheering for him a little bit to at least make it exciting. But then it was like, also at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't mind the Raiders winning; that doesn't bother me at all. And then, but to lose the way they did lose was pretty bad. Be up by 16 with like five minutes or six minutes left, whatever it was, and then to lose in overtime with that, with a fumble at the 35 or something like that. Yeah, just just to describe it, so Arizona had to. Score two touchdowns and two two-point conversions. The first two-point conversion, oh, Kyler Murray ran like 50 yards backwards and still ran it, it all the way back in. 20 seconds he had the ball, jump like lollygagging around and then running around. It looked like a kid on a playground, like playing touch football, and then ended up running it in. Like I, I remember at one point, because the two-point conversion is at the two-yard line. At one point, he was all the way back to like the 20 or 25, and I remember being like, what is happening? And then he just started running, and I was like, oh, my God, he's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. And then the second touchdown, I think, had a at least the fourth down conversion, a fourth down penalty in the end zone. Yeah. Um, and then they did get the touchdown on fourth down. On a run also. And then 
on the two-point conversion. It was questionable. <laughs> Arizona had a penalty and knocked him back, and then they oh, still got it in a seven-yard two-point conversion. Yeah, that was close. And then, yeah, Arizona got the ball, and it's like, oh, they're going to win in overtime right away. And they they didn't. They gave the ball back to the Raiders, who then uh, were in field goal position with Daniel Carlson. Okay. And then uh, Hunter Renfro from, fumbled, and it got returned. I fumbled tw- – uh, was it two plays in a row? Two plays – yeah, I think two plays he, in a he row. He fumbled yeah. the other one, and then it was picked up, and then he fumbled again, and this time he lost it. But not only did he lose it, it was a scoop and score for a walk-off, about like 60-something-yard touchdown. Yeah, so that was a, a rough game, uh, I think, for Raiders fans. Yeah, it was but, definitely a rough game. Um, the next game I'm here, I, didn't, I wasn't going to talk about this game, but you, now that you're here, if you have any words about it, uh, ugly as well, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh I losing. wouldn't say I have much to say about it. I mean, I... It's one of those things where Steelers' defense looks good. I mean, this was exactly the type of game I think you expected. I mean, Trubisky, who sucks, just, you know, and then you have Mac Jones, who I don't think has enough weapons to be good. And then, you know, two, I mean, a good, you know, two solid defenses. And then, you know, Pittsburgh was without TJ Watt, which helps, you know, helps New England, takes off some pressure. But, you know, I just still don't understand, like, when, I mean, when's it going to happen when we get to see Kenny Pickett? I would like to see Kenny Pickett, you know, I don't think we're going to see him this Thursday. I mean, now they have to go to the, the Browns Thursday, so they're going to probably most – I mean, then again, the Browns are 0-2. I believe we're going to get into that game at some point. But the Steelers, it's one of those things where it's like you have a good enough defense to win games and you have offensive playmakers with Harris and Johnson. It's like when are you going to give the rookie a chance? I mean, Trubisky's not – he's not the guy. Yeah, so they clearly don't trust him, and he's even complained. Trubisky said that, like, they're not calling plays for – like because they have receivers a plan. Downfield. I think they want Pickett to see a few games, and then they're going to put him in. Like they know in their head, there is already, I guarantee, a date in their head where they don't care what their record is. It's like uh, Pickett's coming in week like six yeah. or five. Well, or I something. imagine if it's one of those things. Oh, if Trubisky's five and one, then we'll let him go. But if it's, if, you know, um, but that wasn't the case that one year. There was a team one year, like I forget what team it was, where they did start off like four and one or something. Well, I, think, I think it was Fitzpatrick. With a team, but they had the backup behind him, the rookie that they Tua, were put Tua in. came in. And I that, think that's that season, what it was. Yeah. yeah, but there's also I think I think it was with Baker Mayfield where Tyrod Taylor was like one in one, and then I'm like, oh, quick hook. And it's like, well, yeah. okay. So Tyrod Taylor is like the cursed man who keeps. Well, it needs to be a quick hook here. Soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really all I have to say about it. I love, I love the way the Steelers' defense has looked, even without Watt. I mean, Fitzpatrick's looked awesome. Three interceptions in two games, right? No, two interceptions. I don't know. Was he at three? I don't know. <laughs> I just know he had the block yeah. extra point last two weeks ago but yeah i mean we'll see i mean maybe pittsburgh if they can if Pickett comes in and actually does something maybe they can be a team that sneaks a six or seven seed but i mean but then again that division is off to a rough start i mean the Bengals are zero and two browns zero and two and ravens one and one so i mean yeah. who knows um one no against the division so i mean those are that's gonna be important yeah, yeah the next game here is uh cleveland uh against the jets the jets are Pathetic. They have Joe Flacco playing. He's really old. Looks like they're going to lose again. Uh, down thirteen with like a minute left. The Jets pull off the miracle. They get they get the touchdown. They get the um, onside kick and then another touchdown to win by one. Just brutal way to lose for Cleveland. Uh, I believe Cleveland had a chance to kind of run the clock out. Nick Chubb scored instead of just you know falling down. Um, but I think this is like good for everyone. Cleveland would have gone to two and zero if they had won this game, and would look like they have a real shot of making the playoffs when Deshaun Watson comes back, and that's going to be kind of a nightmare for the NFL trying to deal with that. So I think for everyone, no one really wants to see Cleveland be good. Um, like Brissett's not good, but if he got them, like say they go six and five without Watson, and then Watson can come come in and go four and two in his last games or something, and they make the playoffs, and they're really good because. 
Cleveland still has good talent. Uh, Amari Cooper is a better Cooper's looked good actually. Better it's receiver than happy. they've had. Uh, the two t- uh, defensive ends with um, Clowney and Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is probably I think he's the best of anyone. I mean, you probably think Watts better than him. It's a good little matchup, but yeah. um, he's amazing. So uh, they they have a they have a talented team, and <laughs> that's why they made the big deal for the quarterback. They probably maybe should have tried picking someone else. I don't know. But. Maybe like Jimmy G, which we will <laughs> get to. Uh, yeah, the next thing I hear uh, have here is the other New York team is two and zero, but a lot of questions of are they the worst two and zero team of all time? Because they <laughs> uh, won on the last second game against Tennessee, who in their other game wasn't good. We'll get to that, uh, and then a last second or you know late in the game field goal over Carolina, who I think sucks is their other win. Uh, but everyone's excited in that, in that organization. They've been bad for a long time. Uh, they could be one of those teams that wins. Eight or nine games, even though they suck, and it's like ah, that's a good story. But. And speaking of the New York Giants, really quick, we do have a you know our old uh, friend that used to be on our podcast, Tommy. He uh, is a big Giants fan, and I don't know if you knew this, Dobby or Andy, but last week or two weeks ago it was I believe you know, it was two weeks ago it was September 9th, I believe. He celebrated his fiftieth birthday, Tommy. And like I, I will say, and I mean, I, I told him too. I said, you know, he even said he's like fifty looks good on him. It's like you would, I yeah. wouldn't, I personally didn't know he was fifty yet. And also, I joked with him. I said, Tommy, the reason why is because there's no wife and kids. And he said, oh, no, it's definitely the no kids. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's like, I watch friends of mine get kids, and they just drain themselves. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But it's funny. But not everybody's like that, obviously. But it's funny. I think he's just a happy guy. He just bartends, gets to kick a few people out here and there. Yeah, he definitely – he gets a good age range of people. But he gets uh, – you know, he hangs out with younger people and some older people yeah, at that job. So oh, definitely. Yeah. Keeps them young. Keeps right in the middle. Yeah. But anyway, just a shout out to our old friend Tommy. Yeah, and I, I'm sure he admit like he doesn't think this is a Super Bowl contender or anything. Oh, no, but I'm sure, I'm sure, he's, just, sure he's happy that they're winning. I but. think right now his focus is his New York Mets. <laughs> yeah, I think that's his yeah. realistic hope right now. But uh, I'm I'm scared. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, well, we, which we didn't talk about was the fact that I guess Scherzer pitched six perfect innings yesterday before oh, they took him out. Yeah, yeah. So um, he looks good. So that's a like, scary one-two punch. But that, anyway. that's what it's like. I could I'm. I like the Dodgers. They're very good. They're going to have the best record, no doubt. But I'm definitely afraid of every yeah, team. Scherzer and DeGrom. That's There's scary. so many. The Braves are horrifying. Spencer Strider is, is yeah, so great. He's got a it's mustache. Like, oh. So I'm I'm not optimistic that they'll win the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll worry about that when that time yeah. comes. That's that's October's problem. Mm-hmm. But I think next year on the list, we have the Jags, which was yeah. a big surprise. Yeah, they shut out Matt Ryan, who maybe Matt Ryan's just done. Yeah, that's sad. I thought Matt Ryan was going to bring this offense back yeah. to life. You know, Jonathan Taylor's been off to a bad start, I think, because of it, probably. Well, he had a really good first game, and then oh, did he? Yeah, they were down so quick, uh, so bad that they, he just didn't get any carries. And also, so. what we have to talk about here at the Colts, too, is it's not like they've started the season off against, like, the Chiefs and Bills. I mean, this, no. they've started the season off against Houston and Jacksonville. Yeah, probably two of the bottom five teams projected to I start the say, season. So. without a doubt, two of the bottom five. I would say you could argue Houston is the bottom. Yeah. And then Jacksonville, you don't know where you're going to get out of Lawrence. Lawrence has actually been been good. He was yeah, well, good. I think Christian Kirk's looked good too. That helps. Yeah, it helps to have and someone who could catch the ball. I think Travis Etienne. I don't know how he started off. Which but that's I think he's eventually going to be. That's the one excuse for Matt Ryan here is the Colts have bad receivers to begin with, and Michael Pittman Jr. missed this game. So oh, sometimes, sometimes okay. you get you have no guys who can make plays, but still you shouldn't get out shut out yeah, by yeah, Jacksonville. You still have the best running back, so. and Ryan should be able to figure it out. But yeah, that hurts. This was probably the most exciting game of the week, one coming up here. Yeah, and I didn't see it coming. You know, Miami uh, just stopped paying attention to the game after I think it was 35-14. Lamar Jackson had this huge run. 
and it's like, well, this is over. Like, like Miami is still not good enough. Tua isn't what he is. And, you know, Lamar is Lamar's back. And that's what it looked like. And then before you know it, uh, it's it's tied. And then uh, oh, that was a hell of a game. Or no, it wasn't. Was it? Yeah, it was they tied. tied it was tied. Baltimore then, kicked the field goal. And yeah. it's like, OK, well, Baltimore's still going to win this one. And no, Tua let him down there. Yeah, Tua, um, Tua ended up having six passing touchdowns with 469 pass yards. And then he had his two receivers, his one-two punch, Waddle and Allen. I mean, Allen, wow. Waddle and Hill. Waddle and Hill each had two touchdowns. And then Waddle, I believe, had like 160-something yards, and Hill had like 190. Just ridiculous. I was guilty in one of my fantasy leagues of having Hill and Chubb on the same team and still managed to lose, <laughs> which is what yeah. happens. Because I had uh, Kirk Cousins, who I, we will also be talking about. <laughs> I mean, I had a, I had a bad Monday fantasy-wise, too, with – um. I thought I did good. I had Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook, and it's like that's like two of the top four running backs. That'll be good, and both of them yeah. are terrible. Fantasy is is frustrating, but it you know you come back to it because it's you did come back. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, the next game I have here is um, the 49ers. Big big story here. Trey Lance got hurt on like the fifth play of the game. I think it was really early um, on a designed run up the middle. Uh, he broke his ankle. He is done out for the yeah. season. So this whole controversy uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo being the backup really resolved itself uh, with a with a bad moment. But um, a lot of people are thinking, well, now San Francisco's back; they're they're a contender again when they wouldn't be a contender with Trey Lance. Yeah, um, I'm sad by it because I just want to see if he can be good, and then the and Niners I've, need to know. And I've heard things like, and it's a sad route to have to talk about, but I've heard also people say. That might have been it. For, that might have been Lance's chance for with the Niners yeah. or in general. And like now that if he gets hurt, I mean, if Garoppolo takes this team in a deep playoff run again, which he's capable of doing because I was talking to a buddy yesterday and like the AFC, the team to beat right now without a doubt is the Bills. And the NFC, I think, is wide open. There's not a team in the NFC that fully impresses me. I mean, the Rams with Stafford's got a little bit of a, what is it, elbow problem that's bugging him. Mm-hmm. Green uh, Rodgers doesn't have anybody to really throw to. Tom Brady, I mean, Tom Brady looks Buccaneers, really old. He looks yeah, he really does. Old. Buccaneers haven't looked impressive. And, uh, you know, who else am I even – I'm like, the Eagles are the team that Dallas, looks good. Yeah. yeah, Dallas lost their quarterback, and then the Eagles are the team that looks really good. So, I mean, the Eagles and Niners might be the top two teams to to beat right now in the NFC. So, it'll definitely be a – that, that's a wide-open race, and that's that's what I like because that's in, it could be anybody. It just depends who plays better on that day, but – it's going to be tough for any team going into Buffalo in, in just January and beating Josh Allen the way he looks right now. Yeah, but football's weird that way. It is. And, I mean, also, injuries happen, which you don't want to wish upon, but they do. I mean, it doesn't even have to be to like somebody like Allen. It could be Diggs yeah. could do something, and then that would hurt him a well, lot. I mean, like, at this point last season, you would not be expecting Cincinnati to be in the Super Bowl, but also <clears throat> at the end of the season, you didn't think Cincinnati was going to make that run. So. Exactly. So, so something like that could happen. You might see the fucking Raiders in the Super Bowl. I'm probably have to kill myself for that. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah. So it's two weeks. No, we don't know shit. That's the thing you always have exactly, to remember. We don't yeah. know shit. Because uh, Dallas, Dallas won. No one, everyone wrote them off. Dallas was terrible with Dak Prescott in week one. What are they going to do with Cooper Rush? So it's not even a guy anyone's ever heard of. Where do you, I don't even know where he went to Somebody college. Somebody told me. I think it was Central Michigan. So he's not like a player Michigan. we watched on on Saturdays. Just like, what the fuck? Who's, who's this? I know he's been with the, the franchise for a few years and actually won a game last year, but. Uh, it looked like no way in Cincinnati with their dynamic pass offense. Well, you know, they'll get it done. Uh, but no, <laughs> the, 
Dallas has a good defense. I, if you want to talk about fantasy, I picked Dallas for my, my defense because I, I think Mike they Parsons is defense, great, yeah. and and their defense has been really good through two weeks, and they kind of shut Burrow down, sacked him what six or seven times, uh, which is a real problem for them. So uh, I don't know. Dallas is probably still not going to get by with um, Prescott out for the next five games, six games, whatever it's going to be. But uh, more of a concern for Cincinnati at two zero oh and two right now. Offense lines a mess. I don't know. Um, yeah, then Monday Night Football. We just mentioned the Bills. I don't. Know, what are you going to say? They just looked. Yeah, I mean, they just look dominant. I mean, they they're, I, they're I, dominant. They're confident. I'm, they know they're better than everyone. I'm personally not. I'm personally not too high on Tennessee to begin with. I think Derrick Henry. I think they've really, as much as I love Henry, I think they've just run him too much the last few years. He's coming off an injury, and if he doesn't move the ball the way he has in the past, that team's really not nothing to be excited about. Yeah. They lost their number one receiver, AJ Brown, who's looked like an offensive player of the year candidate so far on Philadelphia. And I just think the way Josh Allen looks and the way the team looks, and like Andy said, it's just the confidence that's roaming around with them, that I don't – they just look too good right now, and I think that's just it. But, I mean, obviously, you know, things can happen. You know, teams can go on a tear. But it's like they've they've played good teams to start too. They've played – like I was actually – their schedule to start the season is actually pretty wild because they beat the Rams week one, the defending champs. Then they go and beat uh, Tennessee, who's, you know, solid – the defending number one seed. The defending number one seed. And then I looked at their next five games, and I don't remember the order, but it's Dolphins are in there, the Steelers are in there, the Ravens are in there, the Chiefs are in there, and then somebody else is in there too that's solid. So it's like it's, it's going to be a testy – I think – I mean, it could have even been the Eagles, but it's it's going to be a tough, you know, next five games. And I think that's when we're going to find out, okay, how good is this team? Because if, if they get out of the next five games and they start the season off like six and one, that's going to be really impressive. Because it is a tough schedule they got going on up there. But, yeah, we'll see. It's, it's fun to watch. You know, Bills Mafia is always, you know, they're exciting. You know, it'd be really exciting to be at a Bills tailgate one day. <laughs> did you see that little graphic they did of Josh Allen going through the table? No. You know, Monday Football always does those, like, terrible-looking cheesy graphics. Oh, yeah. And so they had one of him jumping through a table. It's like It looks like, like Nintendo 64 graphics. <laughs> like Super Nintendo, like old school. That's it's funny. Um, yeah, and then we had two Monday night games yeah, why, for some why reason. Why was that? I was. We usually have two on week one, but they did two on week two. I, I don't know. But, they wanted but, Russell Wilson to himself. But I think and, what's weird is like it's it's just so bizarre. I, you know what? I wonder if that is the reason because of the ratings. I think they knew like Russell Wilson going back to Seattle would be a big yeah. thing. So I wonder if that was a last second change because usually they do a, a four o'clock and a seven. You know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was supposed to be Buffalo. No, because that would have been – they already played week one. I wouldn't be – yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. but Yeah. Because Buffalo would have not been able to play that Monday night because they played that Thursday. But, yeah, I have to imagine it was because of that. That's I think they're doing it another time this year too. So They should. I mean, it, it, it was fun like that. I mean, you, you can balance two Monday yeah. games, have them an hour and a half apart. Well, what's funny about game. it is how, you know, they had this, this Monday football team that was bad for like two years, and then they went and spent a ton of money on uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Uh, and then they had to bring that B team back last night. <laughs> like, hey guys, uh, yeah, who is the Monday Night Football announcers now? It's Joe Buck and Troikman. Oh, they are. They left Fox. Yeah, so they paid him a ton of money, like twenty million and each. Then I, I saw Al Michaels isn't on NBC anymore. He's on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Amazon gets the Thursday game, oh. and he's with. It's so weird. Who's he's with Kirk Herbstreet. Oh, okay, I saw Kirk Herbstreet's like these players are too old for me. I don't get it. Like, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's been a college <laughs> guy for four hundred years. Why isn't he running on yeah. second and twelve? Picking up 40 yards. He's like, now Nick Saban on this play would do a, <laughs> run it here. Like, oh. yeah, he, he looked a little 
seemed a little lost there. Did he? Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a different speed, that's for sure, and a different style. Well, just he's not familiar with all the players, but, you know. Yeah, he's, so a, he's a nice enough guy. He seems that, nice. that second game was the story there was it's Vikings-Eagles. Eagles looked good. Jalen Hurts looks really good. He had two rushing touchdowns, a couple passing touchdowns. Eagles look for real. And then Kirk Cousins, the struggles continue. He moves to 2-10 and all-time on Monday Night Football, which is pretty embarrassing. But also a crazy stat that I saw last night for Monday Night Football was that was the Bills' first home win on Monday Night Football since 1994, which tells me they're not on Monday Night Football a lot. Yeah, I remember. So I remember there was a Bills-Tennessee game, like I think two years ago, and it was a great game. Tennessee ended up winning. Um, Like Henry had like nine touchdowns. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, maybe just they only have had a couple games and yeah, just haven't won them. So. Um, I don't even know if that one was in Buffalo, but um, yeah, they're going to be on Monday football a bit more because I feel uh, like uh, Josh so. Allen is going to be. Yeah, they're going to have. They've already one. had two primetime games this year. I imagine they're going to have at least another eight or something. Well, you said Bills Chiefs. That's got to be unless like another network was like, no, we want that on the afternoon game or something. You would yeah, expect sometimes that, to that be. does happen. It's like on the it'd be like the CBS game or something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We can. Uh, Find out really quickly here what the. I can probably beat you. Yes, that's right. That's definitely better. Because I'd, I'd be curious to see. Because I mean, that's one of those games where it has to just be, you know, yo, you know, you're right. The 125 CBS game. See? Tony Romo's like, I'm gonna fucking quit if I don't get this game. He did it last year. That, he did the playoff game. Yeah. Remember, he almost like fucking died. <laughs> he was so excited. Yeah. Well. Also, there was another funny stat too, really quickly. The top three quarterbacks, not in any order, that are leading the league right now in pass yards is Tua, Flacco, and Wentz. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, who would have thought? But anyway, does that uh, wrap up the football? Or? Well, I was, I was just looking at the Bills schedule. This is what you're talking about, Packers. Oh, that's who it was. Okay. On the day before Halloween. Oh, that's going to be a spooky Magical. game then. Yeah. Everybody's going to be dressed up. So what is actually there? There's going to be a Halloween night game. Which game? It's got to be spooky. Oh, it's two uh, orange teams, <laughs> oh. uh, but it sucks. Actually, yeah, those are yeah. Halloween color teams. That's funny. Yeah. Bengals are Halloween colors, black and uh, orange versus another just orange team. Very good. They knew what they that were doing. The NFL is yeah. not stupid. I mean, whoever they're, if they got like whoever they're, what do you call it? Like who sets this stuff up? Like who's like graphic designer? I don't know what I'm trying to say. But. Yeah, they have people. There's an intern. Somebody yeah, has like, goosebump jerseys. Yeah. yeah, some interns like, hear me out. The so, two orange teams. Bengals are black and orange. Monday oh. night, we got a rivalry division game. Two Ohio teams. He's like, oh, say no more. <laughs> so uh, the bye week teams on Halloween week are uh, Chiefs and Chargers. So uh, Justin Herbert wants to go trick-or-treating, you know, open invitation. Also, I realized earlier I said that the Browns were 0-2. I didn't realize they are actually 1-1. I forget who. They, they, they beat, beat Carolina, Carolina first week. So. Okay. That's why I was worried. If they started 2-0 and and they're like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So they're actually a lot better off than I imagined right now. It's the Bengals that I was thinking of. 0-2. Oh, so, I mean, look, they played the, played the Falcons in two weeks. Falcons suck. And the Chargers. Yeah. Not looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, also a fan threw a, a bottle at their owner and he got arrested, which is hilarious. And banned. Classic. <laughs> I was actually talking about the banning yesterday about how that uh, – because they were showing the fake Aaron Rodgers guy, and I talked about how the fake uh, Clay, Thompson. Clay Thompson guy got banned for life. Yeah. <laughs> is it for life? I don't know. Yeah. That's funny, though. But also, it's like, ban that security guard for life. How do you not know who Clay Thompson is? I mean, I go to these to look alike, but. Well, I saw another video uh, a while ago of it was at a basketball game. It looked like playoffs. I don't remember. I don't think it really showed the court or where it was. 
but a guy just walked in. He had a camera and a uh, little lanyard with a pass on it. And he just walked past the security guard and was walking around the floor. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I bet you probably could if you just look like you know what you're doing. And that's and I've actually said that before about like with my with landscape, like driving our landscape truck around and stuff is like you literally have a sticker on your car. You have a few like stuff in the back. You have a uniform on. You could literally get anywhere. You just wave to these people and they see a landscaping truck and they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, yep. I mean, you could just get away with anything when you're driving. Yeah, You don't know how far a clipboard will get you. Also, it's like you have that decal, you have like a, you know, a construction vest or whatever. Also, it's like you're good to go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Can we well, you, have to, you have to be working with um, actual security guards and not cops because, like, cops love to. Remember when cops stopped the uh, the Raptors GM from going on the floor? Like, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I am a police officer. <laughs> that was in Toronto too, wasn't it? Was that in Golden State? That was that was in Golden State. Golden yes. State. It's like, let me see your papers. Are you an yeah. American citizen? Well, didn't stuff end up happening with that owner? Yeah, well, the guy, the the Raptors guy, like, kind of shoved him to get through, like a little light, like I'm just gonna go past you. And the guy sued the Raptors guy, and people were like, no, you can't sue him. He was trying to celebrate with his team, like, yeah, no, that's no case. But like, cops are like, oh, you put a finger on me, that's, that's assault. Well, that's one of dozen. those things too, where guys, I'm sure it's like you go home and your friends are like, dude, you should sue him. This guy's a billionaire. And yeah, his team just won the championship. Now he's worth more money. Yeah, that's team. the American dream. That is the American <laughs> show up the next day with the neck brace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, are we ready to wrap up our sports pod? Yes. We are. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 289 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. And the off-road Andy. All right. Thank you. We'll see you later.